Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the PHLY Sixers postgame show live on the road as we are at the Chicken or the Egg in Marlton, New Jersey. Derek Bodner, Kyle Newbeck, I'm Devon Givens. Brianna is here with us producing, and uh, we have a lot to talk about after the Philadelphia 76ers dropped tonight's contest to the Boston Celtics, and it was a close one until it wasn't. Final score 117-99. <laughs> what did they go on, like a 25-6 run yeah, or something? I think it was Exactly that. 25 yep. to 6 run there late in the game to really pull away. And we talked about how they were going to get blown out. And quite honestly, it was closer. Much better game. Much than I better think we game, all yeah, than we expected. And we'll talk about all the good things and get into all of that. Again, we're at the Chicken or the Egg here in Marlton, New Jersey. Great people here hanging out with us watching the game. Great food. We had some wraps and burgers, wings, some chicken fries. fingers, wings, fries, everything. And it was all really good. I want to tell you about uh, a couple of things that they do have going on. First, I'll just tell you about the St. Patrick's Day weekend bash already, right? Getting you ready for the St. Patrick's Day weekend bash, all-day drink specials, $6 Guinness uh, that you can take advantage of, $7 green tea shots, $8 Jameson drinks. They got great merch that merch. we're rocking. Dark's got yes. a hat. We got hoodies. Friday, DJ. Saturday, live band. Sunday, DJ. Just go check it out. Let's Let'sCheg.com And again, this show here tonight, the post-game show, is presented by the chicken or the egg here in Malta, New Jersey. Kyle, I'll start with you, man. As you said, the game was much closer than the score would indicate. And part of it is because of the face of the splash photo of our show. <laughs> I was going to say, certainly not the face of the franchise. No. So I don't know where you're going no, with that. No, yes, the, the, the splash photo for our uh, lead into the show. And uh, that is one sabotage. Tobias Harris. It, Let me give you his numbers. 23 <laughs> minutes and 30 seconds as a starter tonight. He was 4 for 15, 1 for 4 from beyond, one turnover. And oh, no, no, this, this, no, no. This is, he's 5 for he's 19. He's 5 for 19. Yeah, yeah. 13, 13 points. points. 
No, no, hold yes. up. I just want everyone to know what Devon did. He pulled up the third quarter box that we get emailed to us, thought it was the end of the game. Well, it says That's final fine. right here. Look, I'm just you know, saying. It says just final. Saying. Yeah, it says final, and it only gave me up to the, the nine-minute mark. He's a minus 20. <laughs> He's a minus 20. That's how bad Tobias was tonight. Yes, he was okay. bad. So we should be past the point where a bad Tobias performance surprises us, right? Like, we've been with this guy covering him. The fans have been watching him. People have been cheering, booing, whatever, for five years now. And at a certain point, it's like, well, we're the idiots for being surprised. But I still come into every game thinking, look, this guy has the mechanical skill to be better than he is, right? Like, he is not as bad as he has shown. But unfortunately, when you turn in bad game after bad game after bad game after bad game, that is who you are as a player. Like, to some extent, this is just who Tobias Harris is. It's not to say that he's always bad, right? Like, he's got his peaks as well as his valleys. I think earlier this season we saw a better Tobias Harris. But when you're only able to be good and, and close to that guy, when you can play off a of Joel Embiid who was on his way to being a back-to-back -back MVP this year, you're not very good in the first place. Like, look If you look at how this game unfolded, you could make an easy, easy case that he was the number one reason that they lost that game. Yes. When Tobias came out of, game, came out of the game, they went on runs, right? They played coherent offense. There was movement. There was activity. Frankly, there was just confidence shown by these guys, right? Like, a guy like Ricky Council IV. Go get him, Rick. Go get him, Rick. Two-way contract player. Should basically have no, – he has no confidence to speak of based on what his <laughs> resume is. Yes. But he walks in the door every day saying – I can go out there. I can impact the game. I can defend Jason Tatum. I can attack Chris Stapps Porzingis on an island. Guy like Campaign was traded here and basically knew from the second he was traded, I'm keeping a seat warm for Kyle Lowry, right? Like mm -hmm. Daryl Morey telegraphed why they made the move when they made the move to swap him and Beverly, included a second round pick. And campaign, all he's done since he's gotten here, yes, he's had some bad games. He steps out on that floor every night and says, I believe in myself. I will take a contested three. I will keep attacking even when it's going poorly for me. You know what Tobias Harris does? Not that. The exact opposite, the opposite of that. He doesn't look like he's sure of absolutely anything that he's doing right now. He had a bad pass turnover in the first half yeah. that the three of us, as well as our friends who are here at the bar watching, just like threw our hands up. I'm saying, what the F are you doing? I'm trying to, we're on the road. Yes. I'm not trying to drop too yes. many F bombs, everybody. So, <laughs> but if anyone was expecting to do that for you, listen, I was dropping F bombs so we're, home, not, everybody. we're not on the air. So, if you want to drop an <laughs> F bomb in the chat, please do it for your boy. It, it's just infuriating to see a guy who, whatever you think of him, he is more talented than this. We have seen that. He is capable of more. <laughs> and he seems to be the least certain of any person in the world that that's the case. Mm -hmm. And so every time he came back into the game, it just felt like oh, it's a matter of time before the game starts going the other way. I thought the most telling thing, and look, there are people who wanted to buy his bench entirely right like weeks just ago sit his butt down yep. the entire second half one of the most telling things that happened 
three or four minutes into that second half, Nurse sat him down. He pulled him at the same time as Paul Reed and said, Nico Batum, Mo Bamba, you're in. Yep. Tobias Harris, you're on the bench with Paul Reed. And he sat him for like six consecutive minutes in the middle of the third quarter when the game is, to some extent, hanging in the balance. He is not somebody the fan base trusts. He's not somebody I trust or you guys trust. And frankly, at this point, it doesn't look like he's one of the guys that Nick Nurse actually trusts to help win games. And that is a really giant indictment on what he's offering right now. Sitting there and and watching this, as we as you talked about watching it with some of the people here, and we all just throwing our hands up on a few of those those plays there. It's just at this point with him, and he has good looks, and he had a couple of good good shot opportunities there. And it was forget about the over under thing that we talked about with our best bet earlier in the game. It was oh, more. Derek, of, we were saying Derek was degenerate. <laughs> Derek over here after after all, a, yeah. uh, a drink off a of divan after the game, but. It was just more of, hey, once we realized that they were playing much better than we anticipated and expected, once this game got going, you saw what they were doing, and we were looking at saying, okay, they actually have a chance to, at least through the first 24 minutes, play well. Go into the locker room. Uh, make some adjustments that you need to to keep that momentum going, and as you are doing that, come out there and execute because you know you're going to start that third quarter, and you leave all of that in the first half. You leave that behind because yeah. what you're doing now is, hey, we still have a chance. It's zero zero yes. because it's 53 51 Boston at the half and you still Everything have an to opportunity to win this basketball game on the road and go out there and do that just execute but what happens he comes out there and he stinks it up and Nick Nurse <laughs> takes him out the game with about eight minutes to go as you said with Paul Reed he brings in the rest of the guys and they turn it up once again yes. they keep it going they're playing small Nick Batum comes in and I was it I don't even think it was Ricky at that early in, at, at that point of the game might have been some, it was someone else but they were playing much much better as a result and as we are sitting here watching it and we're discussing it one of the things that I said to the guys folks as you're watching now and I'm sure you were saying it at home was this Nick Nurse is going to show me a lot with how he decides to go. And for the most part, he did a fantastic job, I thought, with his rotations overall. But then, because he is Tobias Harris, Derek, and he has to give him an opportunity and try not to have him lose all of that, that trust that he has in, him, in his own self, he has to bring him back into the basketball game. And I'm not blaming Nick Nurse overall. It's just more of an indictment on what Tobias Harris has now become, yeah. that Nick Nurse just simply, I got to get this guy guy going. I have to find a way. We're in this game. The ball is moving. We're sharing the basketball. He's going to get going at some point. He did not. You know what he got going? Miss after miss after miss I mean, after he... miss. And when the Boston Celtics were on their run and extending their lead, Tobias Harris was the one that the ball kept swinging to to stop the bleeding as they were going on their 16-0 run that started from the third quarter into the fourth quarter. He had a chance. But you know what they were doing? You said it was a P.J. PJ Tucker treatment. They were leaving him open, folks. They were daring him to over shoot. Over and over and, and over again. Miss Missing and missing and missing again. This is exhausting now to talk about him the way that we are, but it's him. He's doing this. He's getting these minutes, and he's coming out there, and he's stinking it up, and this is really, really bad, man. Yeah, and I think what really frustrates me, it's one thing for the shot not to be there. 
It's another thing for the layups not to be there, which I can't believe we're saying about an NBA player at six <laughs> foot eight. But here we are. We all know who he is. His defense was trash. His passing was lazy. His rebounding was non-existent. Dude, that he sequence had, in the fourth quarter that Porzingis got the dunk no, on. It was, oh, I, my I, I God. Think Kyle was upset. Not you, Kyle. Well, you too. But Kyle Lowry Kyle looked Lowry, like he yeah. was upset with them. I was also upset. He ended up with zero defensive rebounds. Attempt the rebound, 30 man. Gosh darn, I'm doing my best not to curse here. We are on remote. In 30 gosh darn minutes, he didn't come up with a single defensive rebound on that when Boston collected nine offensive rebounds on only like 40 missed shots not even 40 missed shots that effort was pathetic and it's like I said it's one thing to go through a slump he's gonna have games where he shoots two for seven uh, frankly I love the fact that he shot seven threes because a lot of times it doesn't happen <laughs> to Kyle's point a lot of that is because Boston was running away from him but fine he took it it didn't go in I can live with that I like I said I've even talked myself into being able to live with the missed layups but quite frankly the only real way the only impact Tobias Harris had on a team's offense is when he got Boston out on the break because after those layups and Kelly to a little bit, Boston was gone and they were taken off and they were getting good looks. But man, at least give us some defense. Give us some rebounding. Don't be a dumbass with your passes. Give us something. Ricky Council came off the bench and got four rebounds tonight uh, in 19 minutes. 10 minutes less than Tobias Harris. But what does he do? He goes crashes and gets the glass. The goddamn ball. And he goes up there with a the purpose to get that rebound. And then on that that one two hands. two hands. And then on that on that sequence that we were sitting here just like, move, man. Move. You want the basketball. The smaller Go guys and get it. are attacking and trying to make these plays. Campaign was the one knocking the ball out. Kyle Lowry knocking the ball out to free it up to make them take the tough shots. You're the 6'9 guy there. That's move dude. your body. Go get the rebound. <laughs> and he would not move, man. Come uh, it, it was that's a crazy because like even Mo Bamba, who we we crush Mo Bamba on the show, right? I watched him tonight go up and get a one-armed rebound, one-handed rebound, tuck it with the other get, with the other fouled and get fouled. And Tobias Harris can't get one defensive rebound. You can't go up with two hands one time and just go. That's my ball. That's disgraceful, dude. That's like rebounding is the one that always gets me because yeah. like, look, they're going to be defensive matchups. You're just drawing dead against, right? You're going to have bad shooting nights. To Derek's point, I'd rather see Tobias go two for seven than one for two. I, yep. I, I will always, always, always take that. I'll take the volume. What I cannot stand is a bunch of guys, and Tobias was the biggest culprit tonight, just standing around thinking that divine intervention is going to bring a rebound to them. That's unacceptable. That's not how you play basketball. I'm so, I don't care if you're the last guy on the roster, if you're a $40 million player, a permanent starter somehow, despite the fact that he's got a better case to get moved to the bench than basically any other guy mm -hmm. that's been a normal rotation player lately. You got to go and want the goddamn basketball. I, and, I'm and he tired did for of the last, two, last couple of games. Yes. He had eight rebounds against Milwaukee. He had nine in the win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. What gives here tonight? Yeah. What gives? What gives? What you talked about before. When one thing goes wrong for him, it affects everything oh, yeah. else that he does or yeah. tries to do. And, you know, we've got uh, someone in the chat asking whether or not we think 
the struggle's mental. It always is. And by mental, I just mean like confidence, crisis of confidence, whatever have you. I don't mean anything beyond that. But yeah, of course it's mental. He gets so far inside his head and he gets timid because of it. And it's, yeah, it's 100%. That's why I do think, and there's going to be a lot of people calling for Tobias to be benched, not just out of the starting lineup, but like don't freaking Entirely, play. Entirely. Yeah. That's rotation. not going to happen. Right. Because at some point, if you're going to steal games, you need him to play well. It's not just not going to happen because, you know, he's paid a lot of money and he has a lot of stature in the league and yada, yada, yada. But they need him to get, they desperately need to find a way for him to impact winning. And without that, they're just going to be undermanned a lot. But to Kyle's point, how in the hell could, uh, how in the heck, how, mm, how in the heck can you trust him at this? You can't. There's fine. no way. That's, that's, yeah, that's this okay. is a completely, this, I, I'm just saying I'm trying <laughs> and I failed. That's all. But this is, you know, look, Tobias has always been frustrating. And especially at this time of year, especially in the second round of playoffs, he gets very, very frustrating because he turtles up like that. But this is completely different than in years past. This is a whole new level of turtling that we've never seen And before. you even made, yesterday, you made another great point that, all right, for the team, which he always is, right? He's coming out here and he's trying to get these numbers to help the team win, especially right now with Joel Embiid out. You're supposed to be the number two option. But in this case, he's also going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Do you feel like the last four years? People keep saying, years? like, the Sixers have the only guy in a contract year who doesn't understand the concept of a contract year. Like, what? what's going on? Oh, man. What's going on, uh, man? It, it, uh, I guess he Everybody just expects else has to get access to the million. same tape. Uh, play well and you get That's a good contract. Mean. Yes. It doesn't have to be here. Somebody will give you good money. Oh, man. Well, listen, uh, we have a lot to talk about. Some good things also in this loss. That was the really bad of it. Kyle did not have to do because we're on the road. No need for Kyle to do the recap, the good, the bad, the ugly. Which one was that? Tobias, Tobias Harris. was in the ugly. He was well, in the ugly. There's right. a lot of good. We'll get to that yeah. in a moment. But he was in the ugly. I'll tell you it's not ugly and what's good all the time, and that is this great place that we are currently broadcasting from, the chicken or the egg here in Marlton, New Jersey. This is our second time here at this great, great establishment. Spot. And it's a really, really cool spike. Great lighting in here overall. The, the feel is great. Outside, as I pulled up, I, I saw the outside light. We were talking about it before. What, what's it going to look like in the evening when we're here? It's dope out there. Unfortunately, it was raining, so we couldn't do anything out there tonight. But I'm sure we'll have an opportunity to do so uh, in, in the future with the beer garden that really opens up sometime in March in the spring. So we hope that we are able to take advantage of that here as well. We were here for our trade deadline watch party last uh, earlier in the month, and that was a great time. This place is widely known also, not just the chicken or the egg, is the Chegg. Yes, open seven days a week for eat-in, takeout, and catering pickup. Chegg's huge menu, uh, sports something for everyone, right? They have a huge menu, sports, everything for all of you to come and take advantage of this great place. A lot of places talk a good Buffalo Wing game, but the Chegg truly delivers. So much so that I even got an order to go after enjoying some food Ooh. here while we were here. Yes, and the wings are big, nice size, juicy, right? Available in 18 sauces, either breaded or naked. Live music on weekends. We had music while we were here, but that was more over top of everything here with the speaker, not the live music, but you can get that on the weekends. The beer garden again opens up in the spring. The Chegg in Marlton is not just a restaurant, it's a destination. It's been a destination for us twice so far. Cannot wait to come back. We need you here too. Chegg in Marlton, New Jersey, 121 Route 70 East in Marlton, New Jersey. The Chegg LBI, yes, Long Beach Island, 207 North Bay Avenue in Beach Haven, New 
New Jersey. Make sure to be on the lookout for more watch parties and live shows from the Chegg or the, you know, Chegg or as you want to call it, Chicken or the Egg locations in the near future. Stop in and say hello. It's a pro move by you. Every time I get out of a show, you're like, man, I'm, I'm freaking dying, man. I need some food. Ordering that to go? I'm impressed, buddy. Got we it. also want to make Thank sure you. we tell you about Empire Today. If it's time to get some upgrades done to your home with some new carpeting, Empire Today has got you covered. With Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a price match guarantee. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring, so of course they have copycats. But they can't beat Empire Today on quality, service, or speed, so they advertise low-quality products that Empire simply won't carry. Empire Today won't promise you the lowest prices because anyone who does that is putting flooring in your home that they wouldn't put in theirs. Empire Today keeps shopping for floors simple with a curated product selection. Their philosophy is to help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and substitutes. What they leave out of their selection is as important as what they put in. Empire's product team exhaustively combs through thousands of product samples each year to find the perfect styles. With Empire Today's virtual floor designer, it's a great way to see how new floors will look in any space. It's easy. Just snap a picture and instantly see how new floors will look in your room. Shopping for floors at a big box store can be frustrating. You might talk to someone today who was working in plumbing yesterday. Flooring is all Empire Today does. They live and breathe flooring, so you can be confident you're getting honest, upfront advice. They also service their own warranties. With Empire Today, you won't have to track down a manufacturer's phone number. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive $350 off discount when they use the promo code PHLY. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHLY for details. And make sure, again, when you come check out the chicken or the egg, or the chegg, as you like to call it, the sauces here that we talked about, the 18 different sauces, some of those are on sale. You see a few here on the table behind us as well, a bunch of them. Look at, look how they look on the screen, too, Kyle, just all lined Beautiful. up. The way that they're Beautiful. lined up. Go ahead and try out the different sauces. What was the one that you had earlier? I had the killer bee sting, oh, and it was the sting. perfect amount of spice with the honey, and, you know, love that combination. Yeah, it was pretty good. Kyle allowed me to try it out and uh, it was it was really good and if you are out and about on Easter the end of the month wearing your Easter best come on out to the Chegg Sunday March 31st Easter Sunday for a brunch buffet here in Marlton. Seatings beginning at 8.30, 11.30, and 2.30. So again, 8.30, 11.30, and 2.30 for some seating here. Brunch buffet, Easter Sunday, March 31st. That's a Sunday, of course, for Easter. And make sure you wear your Sunday's best. And then treat somebody to some of the, you know, the merchandise that we have on here. I have the white Chegg hoodie. You have the black Chegg well, hoodie. So I'm not trying to be uh, sacrilegious over here, but you know who has not risen, unlike Christ, on Easter, DeAnthony Melton, <laughs> because there's news after the game from Gina Mizell, who's up in Boston covering the game, said that Nick Nurse acknowledged there is concern about DeAnthony Melton's back, which the coach described as the same issue that has kept Melton out for more than a month. So if we're going to stay on the negative front, for a moment before we get to I think there was a lot of positive in this game which we will talk about at some point this is a sort of wild game where I almost came away feeling more confident in the team but more frustrated almost entirely because of one or two individuals yes go ahead. so the Melton piece is important right because something that we cautioned against as we said hey they're gonna get guys back healthy DeAnthony's almost back he's a big piece of the rotation all that back injuries are super tricky 
they delayed his return about as long as they could. Yeah. And have now only got what they get. Two, two, two and games. a half, yeah. two and a half games out of him before he had to be pulled entirely, and it's connected to that same issue. I did you even see any play that looked like it caused I it? I personally did not. I would have to go back and see. If anybody you know, what in the, the chat noticed it, dropped it, drop it in there because I honestly did not see what it would have been. So, for Melton, I would say it's safe to say now. He's going to be a question mark for the rest of the season. Correct. Like yep. there, there is no point, even if he comes back in sometime in March, whenever it might be, and he gets a couple weeks in a row of, okay, he's playing consistent basketball. There's just no faith I have that he's going to be able to string time together and stay healthy when it matters. Like it's, He had a back issue all of last year, and even if the team is saying – this one's different. Well, now he's missed a month and a half, a month and a week, month and whatever it is yep. of time and is going to miss more time. He's in a bad spot, dude. And he is a really, like, very underrated connective piece for this team where defensively he can tie some things together. He's one of their better shooters. You can use him as a movement guy, as a pull-up guy, as a secondary ball handler. So to lose him is a huge deal. If he is not right the rest of this year, I'm not saying that fundamentally changes their, you know, their playoff ceiling or anything like that. But it's a difference maker. He's a very good player when he's at his best. Saw it over the weekend. He was one of the few guys who actually played well against Milwaukee. If they had gotten that guy tonight, they might have been able to win that game yep. and sit Tobias on the bench because yep. DeAnthony's just rolling. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm in panic mode over him right now. I don't know if you guys are there yet. The back thing can flare up at any time. Just yeah. like we just saw it. The chat is saying that he landed on his back. I missed that play. Okay. We're here at the bar. I guess I missed it. Yeah. So, again, the back thing can flare up at any time like it did last season for him to miss so many games, for it to happen so uh, this, this time, this season. And now after only two and a half games here flaring up, this is gonna. This is gonna be his. This is his. The rest of his season. This is how he's gonna have to operate. This is how they're gonna have to operate. So now, after seeing campaign play the way that he did tonight, and playing overall since he has been uh, in the Sixers uniform, Kyle Lowry being back as well. Now they're even more important because you cannot count on him to just be available. Yeah. And and, and that's where that's gonna come into play. Maybe even the Ricky minutes and the KJ Martin minutes when he comes back. Those are gonna be important because of DeAnthony Melton being out. But you, you saw it in those two and a half games of what he can do that's a positive for this basketball team. And now that this is going to be a day-by-day, game-by-game thing, this, yep. is, this is going to be a problem for them. Yeah, I mean, I remember when people would ask us, like, hey, are you concerned about it? Of course I'm concerned about it. It's a back. It's a back. Like, yeah. weird things happen. You can't, like, he, he can be fine one day, just stand up or land incorrectly or twist or any number of things. And next thing you know, you have no confidence he's going to be here long term. That is a huge loss. Um, if it is a, a, a loss, uh, who knows what it means. But if it is a loss, it would be huge. Let me phrase it that way. Uh, his shooting, his defense, I thought he was playing real good defensively. Uh, and just getting a, you know, forcing a turnover and getting them out in a break is so important for this team to try to steal a win. He is, that that would be big. Well, and here's the thing. Like, you brought up Lowry and Payne. And, like, campaign had a very good game tonight. Lowry less so, but you can at least see the outline of, like, what he brings to the table. Those guys, in theory, are players who should be like hot hand type guys, right? Yes. Like campaign, if he comes in and he shoots like he did in the second half tonight, 
keep riding him. Let him go. Like, let him impact the game as a scorer. Mm -hmm. When he's not, you pull him. Unfortunately, you can only have so many guys get injured and have so many guys removed from the lineup before it becomes, hey, you got to play campaign. He's got to get his minutes, and he's got to play and give you 20 to 25 good minutes. Like, they, they don't have – this is one of the reasons that – not to bring everything back to Tobias, it's one of the reasons that having that guy on a $40 million contract is so harmful because on a normal, like a normal $40 million player, a, a guy who you'd expect to be a top three player on a hopeful contender. Paul George. Whoever it might, I mean, that'd be As a high-end example. example, but right. that'd be a great example. That's a guy that with Joel Embiid out and Tyrese Maxey's your number one, you're giving him the ball. He's giving you 20, 25, whatever it is on a given night. You're running the offense through him at mm -hmm. the very least. Instead of Tobias being a passenger or like like even tonight, most of his shots are shots that are being creative for him. There's a lot of stuff to, to open, catch, and shoot threes, this stuff around the basket that he's not having to do anything except – cut and move into the right spaces and Maxie's creating and Lowry's creating and it's being put on a platter for this guy and he still can't get, do anything with it. So normally it wouldn't be as dire if campaign's not playing well or Kyle Lowry's not playing well or Ricky Council can't give you something or KJ Martin's hurt or whatever it is. But as you take pieces away, you take pieces away, yep. it just becomes more glaring that $40 million of your cat and a huge allotment of minutes every night no matter how he's playing is being given to a guy who cannot fulfill that role. Well, and think of it like two years ago when you had $70 million to two guys in Tobias and Ben who the other team actively didn't guard at times. And then there's people like our boy Vince. Oh, wave to Vince. He's not even looking at us. That's fine. <laughs> Nor who is will... he listening. No, he's not. That's fine. It's, it's only the company. Anyway, anyway, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> who will get on Joel for, oh, well, he's never elevated his play. Well, how about the guys that you're giving a huge sum of money to actually make an impact on your team offensively, yeah. actually have to be guarded for long stretches of the game? How about you do that, and then we can evaluate how much of a playoff performer Joel Embiid is. Let's run off the numbers again. Five for 19 in 29 minutes tonight. 13 points, two rebounds. Two for seven from beyond. Two of those threes, Derek, and when you were trying to get that uh, over-under of uh, 16 and a half. So close. That's why you wanted them to make of those course. shots. Of course. Yes. I wanted him there in the end in garbage time, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, before we get to the good, there's one more uh, quickly here. Not quickly because we are going to have to spend some time on him and discuss the play as of late, which is Buddy Heald just two for eight. He had his first two shots, some really good looks, and said, oh, Buddy might be, this might be one of those, hey, Buddy's going to have a night tonight night and maybe you don't have to worry about what Tobias Harris does or doesn't do wrong right uh, but two for eight he gets half of what Tobias Harris shot tonight and played about the same amount of minutes with a 29-16 for Buddy Hill. He was two for seven from three four personal fouls he had four assists and just two rebounds we've talked about maybe having to find a way to get him going again Maybe with Tobias Harris coming back has kind of taken him out of his rhythm. That's an excuse, but they have to find a way to get him going again, especially if Tobias Harris is playing this way. I, so the sh possessions that they use tonight to try to get Tobias going, I would use them on Buddy. Like, mm -hmm. straight up, I, I just don't think it's worth chasing better Tobias. Like, if he happens to have a good game, fine. But 
there was a possession. What was? I think it was in the third quarter. Maybe it was in the first half. I don't. All blended together for me. They came out of a timeout after Boston had gone on a run, and they ran a design post up for yeah. Tobias Harris. Yep. And then he, they wasted most of the clock. He wasted the rest of it. And with two seconds on the clock, he throws a hot potato to Buddy and says. Hey, MFR, you deal with it. Who was fading well, to his left as he shot it. And this was exactly, you know, Devon and I had a show yesterday, or two days, when was it? I, yesterday. They yeah. all jumbled together. Yeah, the yesterday. last show that we did, I can't even remember if I had a show yesterday. That's where I'm at right now. Um, We had a show, basically, and the start of it was, well, what can Nick Nurse do to get Tobias going? And it was like, yeah, maybe you put him into pick and rolls like he did back in Give his Give him Clippers a brain days. transplant. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do that, you run the risk of just dribble, 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 jab, step, dribble, and all of a sudden you look up in seven seconds or off the shot clock and he's got to throw a grenade to somebody else. That was almost literally what came out of my mouth you know, yesterday, and today we saw that. They ran a design post up for him. It got nowhere. He threw a time bomb to Buddy, was yes, it? Yes, it was. And yeah. it's like if you do that over and over and over again, that's pretty shitty offense. And I just I don't know whether or not you ask him to do less and then he becomes a role player, but then he doesn't want to shoot threes and he still can't pass and he doesn't really play consistent team defense or you can't really decide sets for him because he's going to run time off the shot clock and he's not a good passer and it's like there's no really good answer and he's making 40 million dollars it's beyond frustrating well listen guys if you want to see that 40 million dollar <laughs> player stink it up but more realistically if you want to see it up. Tyrese Maxey who we will get to in a second that you good. need to use the Game Time app because, guys, buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. And Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the events that you want to go to, whether that's sports, music, comedy, or theater near you. You know what I got recently? A pair of tickets to go see Liverpool play Arsenal nice. at the link nice. July 31st, my beloved Liverpool football club. So I will be going Coming to in see your town. the other football, the original football in the American football stadium. <laughs> you know, just not to confuse anybody, but if you want to wait until the last minute for your ticket deals, Game Time will help you out. You don't have to plan in advance like I did because Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for all kinds of events outside of sports as well. I always keep saying going to drag these guys to some kind of special show and around the holidays or something next year do a little team bonding and here's the best part guys the game time guarantee means you always get the best price you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference i love that very much and by the way you can get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive or before you arrive to go see whatever event you're headed to. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code PHLY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And maybe you want to attend the game with Kyle in, in the summer in July at the link, but you want to represent PHLY because you like our show, you like our, what we're doing here with all of our shows, the community that we're building and representing on a warm night in Philadelphia at the, at the stadium. Well, you can go to phlylocker.com 
right now because you have about a good or just over 24 hours remaining. We have yes, a sale sir. going on. PHLYLocker.com. You can go and check out the merchandise. Derek's got some merch on. Derek, has, nice PHLY Derek has a PHLY hoodie on. hoodie on. Guess what? You can get this same hoodie for 30% off. So go ahead. Check it out. PHLYLocker.com. That's through Wednesday. So Devon's got the nice dad hat. I've got oh, the dad look, hat look going on. If it can make this face look good, imagine what it can do for you. <laughs> this guy. Look at that. But look. Now through tomorrow night, make sure you go 30% off phlylocker.com. T-shirts, hoodies, hats that we have available to you. You've seen us wear them on all of our shows across the entire family here. Make sure you go get yours. Get some gifts for somebody. Birthday coming up. And you say, oh, he might like that shirt right there, that red one, or that powder blue one that looks like the Phillies color. Go get it, phlylocker.com. 30% off now through Wednesday night, 11.59 p.m. Go get yours right now, phlylocker.com, 30% off everything. Everything. All right. We should I think it's time to get to Tyrese Maxey. He has a shirt oh, oh, oh. on our on our PHLY website. He does. He does have he a does. shirt. He does. Because he's on fire. One quick thing before we get to Tyrese. Yes. Even though that was a hell of a transition, and I really apologize no, for interrupting. You're good. Kelly Oubre really needs to send Tobias Harris a gift <laughs> basket because we have not talked about him almost at all. Wow, we haven't got to anything good. Horrible. That being said, I was a That's little true. surprised by the starting lineup change because Nick Nurse came out yesterday and was talking about, like, oh, they've really got to move the ball better. He's got a, you know, it, it, one of his real pet peeves are bad quick shots that turn into trans transition opportunities for the other team. And then he came out and he started a, a starting lineup that included Kelly Oubre, Paul Reed, and Tobias Harris, three complete ball stoppers. And I thought we saw that early where they just took bad shots, quick layups, and it turned into quick transition points for Boston. Um, I just, that's too much. I, look, and Nick Batum looks slow as hell right now. Just absolute slow as hell. I just don't like having all three of them on the court at the same time. All right, I don't even, I'm not talking about Kelly. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm sick of talking about how much I dislike him. I did him, see so. one pop up, though, uh, chat. Uh, Bree just had it on the screen. Paul Kennedy says, y'all really named this one Sabotage with two <laughs> laughing emojis. <laughs> I mean, listen, we that, had that's to, what Paul. I saw. We it had is to. what it is. To we be fair, to. we actually we tried to name that the title, and then I went, wait a minute. I remember using that headline before, and I went back, and we didn't want to duplicate the headline. That's so a damn shame. Sabotage was going to be in the headline, oh. but we, it didn't happen only because we've done that before. Okay, right, so let's I, get to it. I want to be positive. Positive. I think that's... I'm if positive that Tobias not, Harris stank. If it's not, not the best two-way game of Tyrese Maxey's career, it is very close because everyone sees the offense, right, or we expect the offense. We, we know that he's a capable number two next to Joel. At times, he can masquerade as a number one. Like, the stuff he did offensively was great, and it's meaningful because it's against Boston, who in recent history, let alone throughout his whole career, they've given him fits. He's had struggles. To see him play well offensively and score and be efficient, that's great. Watching him take the challenge on defense against Jalen Brown mm. and Jason Tatum and draw charges and strip guys and go the other way with the ball, that's some of the best stuff that we have seen from this team, period, 
since Joel Embiid went down. Yes. I said it after the postgame show the other night. I brought it up on the pregame today that I thought his defense lately in terms of the engagement and the effort has been good. His stunning and recovering, that kind of stuff. But this is something different. This is Tyrese Maxey, who we always say, like, it's a shame he's not a little taller. He could be more of a off guard, a hybrid, whatever. To see him take the challenge against true wings, like elite level wing and Jason Tatum, guy like Jalen Brown, he plus super max. Twice. twice. That was awesome. And that. That's a great example of what we were talking about earlier with Tobias, with the rebounding and defense. Like, effort. So much of this is just about effort, dude. It, it's not much more than that. That is Tyrese being locked in mentally. That's him caring about how he can impact the game on that end of the floor. It doesn't take a whole lot. He's got all kinds of disadvantages against those guys. Commitment to the craft is what it takes. So. That's the part I think Tyrese should be super proud of. And during the game, I was telling the guys, everybody who's watching in, in the chat, that I had saw something where Ron Artest, <clears throat> who is a former defensive player of the year in the NBA, saying Tyrese Maxey, number one, I thought he was bigger than he was. I met him. At, he said yeah. he met him at the All-Star game, and he thought he was a little bit bigger than he was. And he said, this guy can play defense, and, and not a lot of people were talking about it, but Kai was yeah. uh, because of, of what you saw, the, how his mentality Me changed. You know, you and Ron Artest, the only birds two that of a feather it. flock together. No obviously. question about it. Well, just don't, <laughs> just don't tear up the stands, man. But, but for him to recognize that and say yes. that about him, it's very cool. To not be known for his defense yep. was cool to hear that. The other part in this game, after he plucked Jalen Brown twice, the other part that we were talking about is how chirpy he was in this game yeah. too, with Jalen Brown. Is, no it more was Mr. really nice about Jalen Brown, and he was getting after him. We don't know where it came from. Maybe it was the All Star game, and they were, they were freezing. He was. He was freezing him out uh, in that game, potentially with the, how things were going in that and looking for Jason Tatum and maybe some of the others because he was a first-time uh, uh, participant as a first-time All-Star. Whatever it was, I loved seeing that from Tyrese Maxey. James Harden used to say that all the time. Remember when he said, Tyrese Maxey is the nicest dude ever. I want him sometimes to just let it go and be just unleash mean. and be an a-hole uh, out there <laughs> on the floor. And he was tonight, mm -hmm. and it did not affect his play whatsoever. It just it upped his play a level that, you know, we hadn't seen in a while from him with this two-way play. Yeah, and to the point, like Kyle mentioned, even forgetting the offense, and I agree, I tweeted out earlier in the game, it was probably, it might be the best per defensive performance of Tyrese Maxey's career. That being said, the offense was spectacular. It was too. very good. And yes, the kind of thing, like, when you go up against a, a team that in the past had caused him troubles, is the number one defense in the league, at home they're even better, and to go up there and keep them in the game like that. It was really inspiring stuff. And, like, this is a, a moment where you're watching Tyrese Maxey grow. I know there's a lot of people who are always not a number one or, oh, he needs to create more, and there are valid concerns and criticisms there. But if he's your number one, you're not winning anything anyway. What you need him to do is step in or grow into the, the role where he can maybe not carry them every night, but in certain situations, when For you need stretches. it, yeah, and he showed you tonight, and maybe the heart, most difficult environment possible, that he has that kind of potential in him, and it, it's just, it's a very encouraging sign for when they get Joel Embiid back, that he has this in him. This was a tough matchup, like I said, against a tough team in a tough environment where pretty much everything revolved around him. And he came through. 32 points tonight to uh, lead all scores. 12 for 24, so he shot 50% from the field. And we saw the, we all saw the defense that was coming his way. 
He didn't care. He, it didn't no. matter who was in front of him. He was going after him. He ran by Porzingis. He ran by Al Horford, as he should. And the same for those wings who started out on him when he, when he had Jason Tatum and Jalen yes. Brown, Andrew Holiday and Derek White, all of them coming after him. And I thought the other part, too, that I thought was interesting very early was Nick Nurse started him on Jason Tatum on the defensive end. And he was engaged and right first away. Possession, Tatum yeah, scored on him and, like, like, look, went at him. But there were – Tyrese more than held his yeah. own. And, and if we're talking about what it's going to take in the playoffs, this level of defense from Tyrese is not what it's going to take. They just need above average or, like, competent defense for him. So to see him – Locked in is all I really care about. And, and Derek got on the offensive tangent for a little bit. There are probably three or four assists left on the table there. Oh, my on, God, on yeah. plays like great drive, collapse the defense, and kick to Three to Tobias, Tobias Harris. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> right. Another example of how annoying Tobias Harris's game was tonight. But Maxi ended up with five. He should have probably had double-digit assists. So, and that's why assists are overvalued, right? Like, that doesn't show – the pressure that mm -hmm. he put on them at the point of attack and at the rim by getting there and then freeing other guys up. Like if he had good shooters or, or like a good shooting performance from the team overall tonight, people would be marveling. Oh, wow, look at the box score. I don't care. I'm judging the process behind it and the growth that he's shown. So for him to be able to, <clears throat> to Derek's point, I don't care if he's good enough to be a number one because the team is not built for him to be a number one. It's built for him to be a number two. He has been an elite number two this year when Joel Embiid awesome. has been healthy, made the all-star team for good reason. And to see him able to put in this level of game without Joel Embiid against this specific team, that tells me everything I need to know. I, I, they're in good hands with him and Joel healthy. As long as Joel comes back this season, they're going to have a puncher's chance with those two. I truly believe that. All right. Can we talk about another positive? Because my, my buddy, the fake guy's in the chat. It's time, Derek. It's time. Because he was good. Ricky! Go get him, Rick! <laughs> because there were at least five of those throughout the course oh, of the game in the bar. Devon and, they were and I legit. were high-fiving, all kinds of they were They were legit. And... Look, he had 10 points in the fourth quarter, but two of them really came down the stretch where, or four came down the stretch when it didn't matter. Uh, a pair of free throws and, a, and another layup that he had an opportunity uh, there to finish. But for the most part, his minutes were meaningful tonight yes. when the game was still up in the air, when they were still in it, quite frankly. He played some good minutes when Tobias Harris was off the floor. He was on the floor with the rest of the guys, and he composed himself again really, really well out there with the rest of them. Uh, the only thing I saw early on, one of the very first plays that w defensively, Defending Al Horford. Al Horford is going to get a young guy with this. The ball faked behind the three-point line, and he, he bit on it. And as he bit on it, Al Horford drove to the basket, and he finished. And after that, I'm sure they told him, hey, this is yeah. Kyle Lowry. As a matter of fact, it was caught on the screen. He went up to him, and he was talking to him. That had to be precisely what he was talking to him about. Watch the ball fake, because that's what this guy's been doing for 15 years. Everybody has gone for it, so don't feel bad about yourself. Just now know that that's what happens. The guy played really well uh, again tonight, and he finished with 16 points off the bench. He was 6 for 8 from the floor, and he got to the free throw line once again. He had a couple of and ones that, that we saw there. 
I mean, we try not to overreact to it, and we talk about maybe him getting no, that but contract. He looks good. The guy look like, looks like he belongs in the rotation. Again, the game will tell how many minutes, but he belongs without hesitation. Nick Nurse should call his number for, for a game. Yeah, and that, like, that's what we said coming in. If, if you didn't listen to our pregame show, throw shame him out there. Shame on you, yeah, first shame of all. Shame on you. We, shame. Want, we want, definitely shame. want to shame our listeners. That is uh, absolutely what we want to do. <laughs> but we said, like, throw him out there. He's one of the few people that can compete physically against the squad. See if he has it going. And to Nick Nurse's credit, he did. And, and not only did he throw him out there, but he kept him in there for a good chunk of time. And the Sixers were a plus seven in his 19 minutes of play. I don't think that was 100% by accident. Um, he was very good. He, and some of those dunks, who boy. Al, Al Ooh, said boy. it here, and he said that nasty dunk in, in that minute, man. We said he was going to get one in the game. It didn't matter what the opposing team had on the floor. He made a great cut, and he made a great cut. He got the ball, and he pulled that thing back, and boom. <laughs> Go get him, Rick. Look, here's the thing, man. <laughs> I, I just think he represents so much of what they don't have elsewhere. Like, if you're talking 100%. about the anti-Tobias, yeah. Ricky goes and gets the ball on a rebound, two hands on the ball. Talking about him as a driver, he is going right at somebody's chest, lowering that shoulder, and he's going to come out as the stronger guy and finish. Like, one of the things I loved was just seeing him go right at guys. Hey, Chris Tapps Porzingis, you look like a strong Dude. breeze could carry you away. Dude. I'm sticking a shoulder into <laughs> you, and I'm going to score. That's the mentality you got to play with as a forward, as a wing, as a driver. And so that it's just been such a breath of fresh air for him to come in and be a real slasher on a team that I mean look Kelly Oubre when he can get to his left can do that stuff but as Derek was just yelling to himself about in the corner earlier when Kelly goes <laughs> right he's gonna get blocked because everyone knows you're going to try to score no with your left yep. it's so look Ricky to some extent when we first started watching him like a little bit of a meme like sure. hey, it's a young guy he's a yeah. two-way player I just want to see something different he has proven that he should get regular rotation minutes at this point with this group. I don't know who you have to ding. I, I would love to not watch Kelly Oubre anymore. I would prefer to watch him over KJ, although I think KJ has a different use case. And has if you need well. to cut into Tobias's minutes, yeah. whatever you got to do, get this kid on the floor because he's making a positive impact and playing with discipline. That's all you can ask for. The fake Ricky in the chat said, play me. Just simple. Let's you play me. Thank you. That's not Ricky. You don't know. Well, you're right, because he is very, very active. Just like Furkan was in the chat earlier. Yeah. We Furkan, had a T. Yeah, Harris. Yeah. We haven't yeah. heard from him since he left. Yeah. yeah. So we, you know, come on. Come on, Furt. Get back in the mix, man. Um, yeah, man. Oh, Mike that's Muscala. a pretty big deal. Ooh. Mike Muscala buyout. Would you? I would. There, there's probably not going to be a better option. And him and Tyrese together on the same team, man. Look at that. Look at it all worked out. Bring, bring Mike back, right? Bring Mike back. But no, uh, Ricky is just playing at a, a very, very uh, good level right now where we feel like maybe he should get some of those minutes and we'll see. We'll see what happens in the end. But listen, folks, we have to get out of here. And I think we might. Do we have any super chats, Bree? Oh yeah, oh, we, we got a, we got a handful. Let's get them. Well, if you Let's just throw them up on the screen, that'd probably be the easiest way. Because I don't. It's a yeah. lot of scrolling. This is a very loud. You can only scroll up so loud far. Loud and proud in the fan base. There we got go. one from Bernard. Bernard says Maxi left it all out there, ran out of gas at the end. Excellent game by Mad Max. I still believe Boston can be beat. 
by a fully healthy Sixer squad, or by a full Sixer squad, he says. Uh, well, I, listen, they've played them well this year. They, have, as they much took as, one, right, as, early in the season. They yeah. took the early one. Yeah, they took the first one. They had the hospital game up in Boston that they lost, but they competed hard. Now, mm -hmm. granted, the team has changed quite a bit since then. I'm just saying, man. I, I don't think Bernard is too far off right. on that one. Fair enough. What do we have next? Uh, what was it? Davon had one yeah, that I just missed? Yeah, he tried to call me out. He says, still don't trust Ricky Derrick. And I'm like, I don't understand where this is coming from. The only thing I've ever said is I think his mints are going to go down because I don't think Nick yeah. Nurse is going to trust him because he's young and inexperienced. But I think we've all pretty consistently been on the, yeah, like give him more minutes. I don't think that necessarily means 20 to 25 every night. But I think we've generally been pretty supportive of Ricky here. I'm not, that's not why sure. we're the unofficial Ricky I know, show. I know yeah. Davon is in here every day because he super chats us. I'm not sure this one is warranted. Yeah. Okay, we got one from Baba DJ who asks, if the Sixers re-sign Tobias, it has to be on a <laughs> negative contract. He has to pay the Sixers back for all the money that he stole. I, listen. Great one, Baba I, I don't think that Terrell Harris and Tobias will agree to that. But, you know, it's... It never hurts to ask, I suppose. <laughs> you can't get what you don't ask for. So that'd be a real innovation in NBA contracts. We'll put it that way. And finally, Fresh Prince says, can the Sixers go after Brandon Ingram in the, in the offseason? I think it's possible. Sure. Yeah, like I, I, I do think. You can ask. We'll see what happens with the Pelicans this year. They, they look like they'll probably be a fringe playoff team like they're I think right now last I checked they were either six or seven mm -hmm. in the Western Conference standing so they're like right on the uh, yeah they're actually up to fifth but <coughs> there are let's see one two three teams with 24 losses the Pelicans Suns and Kings Mavericks right behind them the Warriors a little bit behind them so they could fall into the play we'll see what happens with uh, the Pels he they, is owed 36 million dollars next year for those wondering yeah so I, I sort of don't know what their long-term outlook, plan, et cetera, is in New Orleans. I do think they've leaned more into Point Zion, from what I can tell. Mm -hmm. And if that's going to be the case, Ingram is not necessarily the best off-ball type of guy, I don't think. So that would also pose some complications for a Joel Maxi Ingram core. But... He's a good scorer, guy you can run the offense through, has improved as a playmaker over the years. Would love the three-point volume to be better. But, yeah, I feel like we're going to be having that but, conversation yeah, a lot. But as long <laughs> as he's not on Toby, a long-term contract, yeah. Yeah, I guess he could live with it. All right, we have to say goodbye, and we appreciate everybody for hanging out with us tonight. We know tough loss to the Celtics here this evening, but yeah, they're back at it on Friday. So we are off tomorrow. We're off on Wednesday. We're back Thursday as we uh, get ready for the next game on Friday. So we'll be with you then. We have to thank our host here tonight, the Chicken or the Egg, here in Marlton, New Jersey. As always hosting us. It's been a fantastic time. A lot of great people here tonight for us to hang out and just talk the game with here. Uh, we don't get a chance to do this much, but when we do, we love to do so here at the Chicken or the Egg in Marlton. Once again, St. Patrick's Day weekend bash, the 15th through the 17th of March. All day drink specials, a bunch of drinks there. $6 Guinness, $7 green tea shots, and $8 Jameson drinks, $8 hey. car bombs, $12 shamrock martinis. Hey, by the way, never say car bomb in Ireland. Right. I, I had, really? I've known some people who learned that the 
the hard oh, way. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Not the smartest move in their life. But, but you can say it we here. We can definitely say it at, here. At the Chegg, <laughs> Friday, DJ on that Friday, the 15th, the 16th, Saturday, live band, Sunday, DJ again. And if you want to check out everything on the website, letchegg.com. Check it out there and find out what's going on. One more thing on Easter Sunday, March 31st, Brunch Buffet at Marlton. Again, seating begins 8.30, and then you have 11.30, 2.30 as well. So make sure you find your way to this great establishment that we enjoy being here with. So we appreciate everybody helping us out here uh, throughout the entirety of the evening as we have pregame, watching the game, and now postgame. We thank everybody. And uh, also, we have a lot of people to thank. We're just, hey, everybody in the chat, thank, thank you. you. We <laughs> thank Randy for coming through, hanging out with us we here. We talked a lot to Randy tonight. Yeah, Randy so Rubart, thank regular. You. We appreciate it. And thanks for uh, everybody else who came in and, and, and sat in. Uh, like and subscribe uh, to, to get in. Where's the bell? Here you go. Like and subscribe, and you'll get that sound, that alert, when you do so as you like and subscribe here. And hit the thumbs up button hit so I don't have to take as much Dayquil as I did to be able to do these shows today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It'll make me feel warm in my heart and my soul. Thank you very much. We love y'all. Good night. For Vince and Chris and Bree and Kyle and Derek, I'm Devon. Have a good night. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Good night. We all silly like the mayor.